Okay, good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Masechah's Bava Metziah Daf Gimel. I am aware that we're a block behind. Uh, my wife just left the country for 10 days, so um, Sundays are very hard days in general to prepare, but they're especially hard. When... I know. 10 days? It's great, yeah. It's great for the first day of the service. No, I'm really, I'm, I mean, I'll miss her, but I'm, I'm fine on the logistical front. I got all that down. Anyways, uh, we will catch up over the course of the next little while. Uh, so nothing to worry about. Um, we do need to plan a seum. I leave that in Mark's capable hands. You let me know when we're doing and what we're doing. That's definitely not happening. I was nasty. I was nasty either. You just made that up on the spot and made it like it was a thing, you know. So, um, we learned uh, in our Mishnah, in the opening Mishnah about Shnaim Ochsen Betalis. We learned about a case scenario of two people who grab onto an item, and we spoke about. The first uh, stanza of the Mishnah in regards to this seeming double claim of Zeomer Animitzasiyah, Zeomer Animitzasiyah, and then doubling over Zeomer Kula Shali, Zeomer Kula Shali. We learned a couple of approaches yesterday, and then in the middle of Beis Midbeis, we started with Lema Masnisin Deloke So and So. We've already seen Deloke Ben Nanas, who was concerned about a Shua Shav. And then we also saw about Sumchus who held Mama We gave a couple of answers for that. And now on the top of Gimla Madalif, eight, nine lines down, we're going to see another um another sheet in the Tanoim, which may be mutually exclusive with our Mishnah. So Gimla Madalif, the Gemara says, Lema Masnisan Yosi. Perhaps our Mishnah can't fit with the sheet of Rabyosi. Why is that the case? Dikirabyosi, Ha'amar, he says later on in the Masechda, on Daf Lamad Zayin. There we have a machlokes to Rabbanon and Rav Yossi, and the details we'll learn later. We don't need to know them for now. But in that case over there, when there was a discussion, a dispute about where certain monies belonged, so there he didn't say yachloku with a shvua like our Mishnah says. What does he say? He says munachat So perhaps the Mishnah. The statement of Rabbi Yossi that can be found in this Masechta and Daf Lamed Zayin is mutually exclusive to our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says that we have a Shavu and Yachloku, and over there it says, Munachad Shavu That seems like a stira. So it says the Gemara, Elamai, you're only asking Akashi against Rabbi Yossi? The sheet of the Rabbanon on Lamed Zayin isn't much better, Rabbanon. What do they hold? Kevan da Amri Rabbanon ha She'ar Yehei Munachad Shavu Eliyahu, Ha-Nami Kish'ar Dami Disvekahi. Says the Gemara, the difference between Rabbi Yossi and the Rabbanon and Daf Lamed Zayin is a, a hair's breadth. Uh, Rabbi Yossi holds that everything is Munachat Shiavalio, and the Rabbanon hold that only that which is Besafek is held uh, until Achiavalio. Uh, but both of them hold that not all of the money is split. So if you're Kasha, you're going to ask me from Lamed Zayin, don't just ask me from the Shita of Rabbi Yossi. You need to ask me from the Shita of the Rabbanon also. So the Gemara says about 12 lines down, Haimai, what exactly are you talking about? Namely, within the Machlokas, between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yossi, you've made an error. And here's the right way to ask this question. You want to tell me like the sheet of the Rabbanon, that the Rabbanon held that that which we knew belonged to person A, and that which we knew belonged to person B was given out. And only the money that was besafek was in this uh, category. Therefore, over there, in that case, 
it was clear we, we we had some basic parameters. We knew, let's say there's $150 in question. So we knew $50 belonged to Rufain, $50 belonged to Shimon. We were misupak about the last 50. Fine. In that case, that's when the Rabbonin would say that uh, the extra, the Sha'ar, would be Munachat Yo, I understand. But Hacha says the Gemara, a quarter of the way down, Hacha, in our case, in our Mishnah, our Mishnah on Daf Beis, the equal that perhaps we could say that they really are both owners, namely, perhaps they both picked up the item at the same exact time, and they both are partial owners. That's not the same case as the case from Baba Metziah Lamed Zayin. Therefore, Amir Rabbanan Palge B'Shvua. Perhaps the rabbis would, in fact, be able to fit within our Mishnah. However, and an important however, Perhaps Rabbi Yossi would never fit with our Mishnah. Eliyam is Rabbi Yossi here. If, if we want to say that, it's, that really our Mishnah does fit with Rabbi Yossi, Hashto Mahasam over there in the case on Lamed Zion, Debevada Ikamana Lamar, Vikamana Lamar, $50, or the example here is $100 belongs to Ruvain and $100 belongs to Shimon. And there, Amar Rabbi Yossi, even there when we knew. We knew that some of the monies belonged to Ruvain and some of the monies belonged to Shimon. They're still He would say in our case, all the more so he would say that it should be And therefore, we're really stuck. Namely, I could understand a way in which the Rabbanon from Lamed Zion could fit, could stem with our Mishnah. But there's no way, seemingly, says the Gemara, that Rabbi Yossi from Daf Lamed Zayin would fit in our mission. We're a third of the way down, maybe a little bit more on Gimel Lamed Aleph. And the Gemara now says, don't worry, don't worry. I know there was a unique sheet of Rabbi Yossi on Lamed Zayin that it's Yavu, uh, it's Munachat Yavu But don't worry, I could make it all work. Kaftor b'ferach afilu tema Rabbi Yossi. Awesome over there in regards to the Gemara on Lamed Zayin. We have an assumption. Vada ika ramay. For sure, one person is lying. Perhaps the only time we say is when we're dealing with Ramai. But when we're not necessarily dealing with Ramai, when it's possible that both people are telling the truth, so then maybe perhaps he would not say perhaps what we could say in our case to explain Rabiosi is that really they both are fair and equal owners. However, in the case on Lamed Zayin, someone's definitely lying. Therefore, the way we can understand Rabbi Yossi, who holds that it's Munachat is like this. When we know that someone is lying, we're always going to say Munachat But when there's a case where the, the truth can actually play out, where really perhaps both people are equal owners, and there isn't a, a, a liar or a spinster or a criminal here, no one's trying to sneak anything. It could be that everybody's telling the truth. In such a case, we would not say Munachat Shevalio, and our Mishnah would fit perfectly with Rabiosi. So says the Gemara in answer number one for Rabiosi. And answer number two, halfway down, Inami Hasam Perhaps we can say that in Bava Metzia Lamed Zayin, that Rabiosi is giving a knas to the thief, Kiheshni Delodi. He's giving him a knas that he uh, he, can't, he won't get any money, so that he'll actually be Modal Ho'emes. But Hacha, over here in our case, might say that Islay Delodi. What loss is there if he were to admit it wasn't his to start with? It was a mitzia. It was a lost item. So therefore, the Gemara says that's answer number two, that perhaps the whole idea on Daf Lamed Zayin, according to Biosi Bamuna Chachia So that's answer number two. Says the Gemara Tenach B'Metziah. I could understand this distinction of answer number two of Knas, 
when we talk about a metziah, when we talk about a lost item. But But it wouldn't be the same with because their people would lose money. Therefore, we need to go back to the first of our two answers, like we first answered, namely, that in regards to the case of Baba Metziah, Daf Lamed Zayin, someone's definitely lying. And in regards to Baba Metziah, Daf Beis, maybe not. And therefore, this is the final answer about Rabbi Yossi. We started today asking whether or not Rabbi Yossi could fit. The Gemara's conclusion is that Rabbi Yossi could fit. And here's how he would distinguish. On Baba Metziah, Daf Lamed Zayin, that someone was definitely lying. In such a case, we would say, Munachat and there we would say that Lavdafka that somebody's lying. And when it is that nobody's lying, we would say, like the din of our Mishnah, even according to Rabbi Yossi, who would otherwise normally say but in our Mishnah and because it's possible that no one is lying. So therefore he would hold that there's a Shvua and Yachloku. Very clean. Then the Gemara says two-thirds of the way down, wait one second. Whether or not you hold like the Rabbanon that part of the money is Munach Achyavaliyahu, or if you hold like Rabbiosi that all of the money is Munach Achyavaliyahu, either way, Hasam in another case that we have in Masech Shavuos, Chenveni Al Pinkaso, we have a case, Gabi Chenveni Al Pinkaso, this is a case like this. Let's say that I uh, am an employer and you are an employee. But what I do is I tell my friend who owns a store, he's the guy who owns the, you know, those like, you know, change places in Israel. I say, listen, you're, you're flush with cash. I owe him $800, front $800. I'll pay you back later. Okay. So let's say Rabbi Yaakov is the, my employee and I'm the employer. And Michael is the chenveni. Michael is the cash changer. So I say to Michael, I owe him $800. Michael says, no problem. He takes out eight $100, runs it through that fancy machine. Definitely $800. Here you go. He takes the money. But then there's a problem. Down the road, Rabbi Yaakov says, I never got the money. So what happens in such a case? The halacha is that if, if the worker says, I never got the money, I was relying on Michael to give him the money. Michael assumed that Yaakov knew that the chenveni could give him the money. No problem. But let's say Rabbi Yaakov says, look at my checking account. I never got the money. I never got the cash, CCTV. So then the Gemara says, Everybody makes a shmua, a shvua in this case. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Someone's definitely lying because I know that Michael let go of the money and I know that Yaakov is claiming he never got it. Why is it? They both speak about Munachat Shevaliyahu. But in the case of Chenveni uh, Alpinkaso, in that case, it's Dvarim Pshutim that there's a liar. So the previous distinction that we wanted to make to answer up for Rabbi is that the way that Rabbi understands our Mishnah is that our Mishnah is talking about where there's no Ramai. Therefore, we say that there's a Shvua and Yachloku. But where there is a Ramai, we say Munach. So the Gemara says, oh, well, if you're going to say Munach in a case where there's a Ramai, this case of Chenveni Alpinkaso, that should be the case. So says the Gemara, yet another gentle distinction. It's different. Michael, the storekeeper, the guy who was holding the cash, 
he could say to me, wait one second. Michael says, Phil, I was just doing what you asked me to do. You wanted me to pay Yaakov. I took $800 and I paid Yaakov. My Isli Gabe Sachir. I have no relationship, Michael says. I have nothing to do with your employee. I gave him the money, but I have nothing to do with him in, a, in an official way. And Afal Gav Li, Li him promising. Big deal that he promised. My ASIC wasn't with him, my ASIC was with you. You trusted Yaakov that he was going to admit to the truth, but you never told me, says Michael, that when I give over the money to Yaakov, that I should do so with Aiden. The Sakhir Nami, the person uh, who's hiring as well, Amar Leila Balabais, let's say, not the person who's hired. So Yaakov could say to me as well, Amar Leila Balabais, Yaakov will say to me, Phil, I worked for you. My Isli Gabi you shouldn't have paid me through that guy. I, I, that's not how this works. You owe me money. You want to pay me, then you can. But uh, don't get me mech mixed up in all of this. I don't want to be a part of this. And even if Michael swears to Yaakov, I promise I gave the money. So what? So what? So because of the fact that Michael really only had an ASEC with me and not with Yaakov, and because Yaakov really only had an ASEC with me and not with Michael, Therefore, we don't say Oh, it's not fair. And therefore, And therefore, both people can make a claim against me, the Balabais. Michael can say, I shelled out $800 and I never collected it. I owe him. And then Rabbi Yaakov can make a shvu that I never paid him. And therefore, I now owe him and I'm out more money. So the Gemara tried to ask, we gave the answer of Rabbi Yossi, that Rabbi Yossi only says Munach in a case when there's a Ramoy. Uh, oh, if there's a case of Ramoy and there's always going to be Munach, why wasn't it Munach in the case of Chen Bani Alpin Kaso? There it's different because we created a triangle relationship between myself, the employer, Michael, the Chen Bani, the store owner who's flush with cash, and Yaakov, my employee, who is in need of getting paid. That triangle was an unfair triangle because Yaakov didn't know that he'd be paid by Chen Bani. And uh, Yaakov really wanted to deal directly with me. Therefore, normally we would have said Munach. But in this case, we say that a Shavuot should be made. All right, we're at the two dots, 12 lines from the bottom. Tani Rebchia, Mon I say to you, you, uh, you owe me $100. Michael, you owe me a hundred dollars. Michael says, not correct. I don't owe you a dime. And the Edim Taka say, Michael does owe Phil $50. So then, remember what I had claimed. I claimed that you owed me a hundred. Edim only said that Michael owed me 50. What about the balance of the 50? On that, Michael can say, I hereby make a shvua that the she'ar, the extra 50 that I didn't agree to and that the Adam didn't testify about, that I don't owe you that money. Why? And this is a line that's going to take up some of our brain power this evening. Says the Gemara, A jam-packed line one that could be the source of multiple days of shiurim uh, in basic pshat in the Gemara, certainly in the ensuing Gemara, which is somewhat complicated, and in the Rishonim. Let's just learn it in the most basic sense. 
Why is it that the Shavua works? Because we don't want the Hodas Piv to be greater than Edim from a Kalvachomer. Let's see what this means. We're going to unpack this over the course of the next many uh, lines or really over the next Amud. And we'll be taking this particular line and analyzing it until the end of the day today. So we have to figure out what this line means of Shalotahe Hodas Piv Gedola Mehodas Edim Kalvachomer. And Vitanatuna, we have a similar idea that's found in our Mishnah. What does our Mishnah say? We know our Mishnah from Dav Beis. Our Mishnah on Dav Beis says, What was the case in our Mishnah? Because the people grabbed onto the talus. On on Sadeh, we make a testimony. We basically, we have a halachic assumption. That whatever you grab onto is yours, the katani, and nevertheless, our Mishnah says Yishava. So therefore, that's a raya, like we just saw, that in this case too, that if I claim Michael owes me a mana, a and, and he denies everything. So I claim Michael, you owe me a hundred. Michael says zero. The Adam come along and say you're both wrong. Michael only owes you fifty. So Michael has to pay the fifty that the Adam said he owes me. But on the balance of the last fifty. On the balance of the last 50, the din is that uh, he can just make a shvua similar to our Mishnah. Now, let's analyze this line of What does it mean that we don't want the hodas piv to be greater than the ha'adas edim from a kalvachomer? Says the Gemara, tomar hodas piv. We should not say that when a person admits something, namely that mode bemixas, that shalotomar hodas piv hu deramya rachmana shvuale, that it's not only in a case of mode bemixas that we require a shvua. Where do we see this idea that you require a shvua with mode bemixas? So this idea is found throughout Shas. We've already seen it a couple of times. It seems that we've seen it three times so far. And I expect all of you to know this down to the Marimakom, what line on the page it is, everyone. Kidirabah. The Omar Rabbah, three lines from the bottom. Why is it that when a person admits to part of what was claimed against him, does he have to make a shvua? Because Chazaka Balchovo. That if I borrowed money from you and you're standing in front of me in Besden, I just won't have the audacity to claim in front of Besden that you lent me nothing. It wouldn't happen. So what happens? Really, really what I wanted to do, because I'm a jerk, was to say, I owe you nothing. The reason why I didn't shut down the claim and say, no, 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 I don't know Michael anything in Bezdin is because that's understandable. I can't, it's so, I mean, in today's culture, I discussed this the last time we had this Gemara. In today's culture, mamish, anything goes. There was a lie that I, there was a line that I heard about this current war. I know you're lying and you, you, you know that I know that you're lying. But when you lie, everyone other than me and you thinks you're telling the truth. Let's not get into politics, but there's a deep truth there. It's an unbelievable thing. Okay, so part one is that really I'm a jerk, and I really just want to deny that I ever borrowed money from you, but I, I'm mode to mix asataina because 
Uh, and on the top of Gimel Amid Beis, and really because I was going to partially admit, I might as well admit the whole darn thing because I really did borrow the hundred from you, not just fifty. I was only Mode B'Mixas. Why was I only Mode B'Mixas? The reason why I didn't want to admit to a hundred was because Ishtimutehu to come Ishtamet Mineh. I was trying to slip away from you. I didn't want to have to pay the whole thing. I'm cash poor. I don't have enough money in the bank. And therefore, Savar, give me a couple days. Uh, okay, so I'll tell a half truth. And because of the fact that I wasn't willing to say zero because I have a basic decency, but I wasn't willing to say a hundred because I'm poor. So therefore, therefore, when it comes to moda mixa sataina, yishava, the reason why I have to make a shvua is because the fact that you are only moda b'mixas, there's a shtickle remez that you probably do owe more. And in order to ensure that you are telling the truth, the Chachamim instituted that by moda b'mixa sataina, yishava, so that a person who is making a shvua, a person who's making a shvua won't end up lying. The shvua will force them to tell the truth. So that's what's going on by Modeb Mixas Satayna. Aval. Hadas Edim When it comes to Hadas Edim, remember my case with Michael. I said to Michael, You owe me a hundred. Michael said, I owe you zero. He wasn't Modeb Mixas Satayna. He wasn't Modeb Mixas anything. He said zero. The Edim came along and said 50. The Lekalame So then, Aimalo. Then I would have said, oh, okay, so maybe by Adim there should be no Shvua. Maybe by the extra 50 that Michael denied, he agreed to the first 50. He didn't agree, but the Adim forced the first 50. By the second 50, we said he should make a Shvua. Maybe there is no Shvua. Maybe the Shvua is only reserved for Modeb and Miksasatayne because of the Svara of Rabbah. And because of the fact that there's a Kalvachomer, not necessarily a natural logic, but because there's a kalvachomer, we extend the shvua that's made in the case of modeb emiksasatayna over to a case of ha'adas edim. And says the Gemara, umay kalvachomer, what is the kalvachomer that teaches me that just like by a case of modeb emiksasatayna yishava, so too by a case of ha'adas edim yishava, says the Gemara six lines down on Gimel Amid Beis. That a person's mouth, which can't obligate you in paying money, can obligate you in paying a shvua, then edim shemechayven osamamon, then edim, as like we just saw, that I can force with edim, Michael was forced to make a shvua on the second $50, edim shemechayven osamamon, eno den shemechayven osamamon, so that's our kalvachomer, as to how we extend from the world of from Modeb and Miksasataina Yeshava to the world of Aden, that they too should be Yeshava. Says the Gemara, what in the world are you talking about? Upiv ein mechaivo mamon? I mean, we've seen a hundred cases, probably more than a hundred cases in the Bavas alone, just in Bavakama, where you open your mouth in the wrong way and all of a sudden you have a significant financial obligation. Ha, what did we say about a person's edus? Ha, hodas baldin kimea edim dami. Come on. Pashat that if you're going to open your mouth the wrong way, you're going to be chayv. Edus alone can be of a person money. What did you mean in this first version of the Kalva Chomer that 
Um, that your mouth can't be that's just absolutely not true so says the Gemara a little spin my mamon when we say in the Kal Homer that mamon is something that I can't bring upon myself by being modem and mix us what is that talking about knas that's only talking about slaps on the wrist shloshim uh, shekel for this and chamishim shekel for that that you cannot um, bring upon yourself by moda b'mixas, that you cannot. So says the Gemara, all right, I gotcha. Uh, and therefore the Kal would make sense. Just like with your mouth, you cannot bring upon yourself knasim, your chayv and ashvua. Then Aden, where you can be brought upon the obligation for a knas, all the more so you should be obligated in a shvua. Very good. Says the Gemara, here's the new Kal just like verbally, I cannot bring upon myself a knas, but I can create a scenario of bringing about a shavuah. So this is version two of the Kalvachomer that teaches us that we make a bridge from the world of modeb and mixasa taino yishava to the world of hadas edim, that there too we should be yishava based on a Kalvachomer. Says the Gemara, the Kalva Chomer from the world of Moda Bemixasataina slash Knas to the world of Edim is not a good Kalva Chomer. And we're going to poke a hole in this one third of the way down on Gimel Amud Beis. Ma Lefiv Shekain Mechaivo Korban, Tomar Beedim Shekain Mechaivo So Korban. Says the Gemara, you can't make a Kalva Chomer from the world of. Um, from the world of of Piv, of a verbal admittance to the world of Edim, because there's something very unique about Piv of a verbal admittance. What's that? That I can, with my words, make you obligated in a korban. That's not true by Edim, says the Gemara. I hear you, but you're wrong for a, a totally different reason. Halfway down, Halo Kasha, Reb Oh, so says the Gemara that we can still actually use this second Kalvachomer because at the end of the day, perhaps it's the case that really Piv and Edim are the same, that both of them are Mechaev Korban. We asked Akasha. We said our Kalvachomer is not good. Piv can be Mechaev Yu Korban. Edim cannot. The Gemara says bad question because Edim can also be Mechaev Yu Korban because Rebchia holds like Reb Meir. Where do we see this idea that Adim can bring about a korban? It's not. The Mishnah writes as follows. This Mishnah can be found in Maseches Yevamos and in Maseches Krisus. Amru lo Two people gave testimony. Achlas chelev. I say you ate, you ate chelev, which is usher for you to eat. Chelev of a behemah that you're not allowed to eat. Behu Omer, you say back to me, lo chalti. It's just not true. Oh, so says the Gemara, Reb Meir Potrim, that Reb Meir is of the opinion that I can be Mechaev you in making a shvua about this food, about eating the chaylev. What does that show you? That Reb Meir holds, you can be Mechaev shvua with Edim. Oh, very good. And Mechachamim Potrim. So what we see over here is that Reb Meir is the one who holds it. There's still a chiyu. If Reb Meir is... What? You're correct. Yes, that's correct. 
I confused the case. What does Rashi say over here? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so that when, if a person were to eat chaylev, and I claim you ate it, you said, no, you didn't. So if there are edim, so then you're obligated to bring a korban. So what's Rav Meir's svara that you're chayev to bring a korban? Amar Rav Meir, im chamura. If two people can bring about a death penalty by giving edus about you, again, in all the right settings, lo uhu korban hakal, can they not bring you to bring a korban? So this is where we see the shita of Rav Meir, that with edus alone, you could bring about a chiv of a korban. And with this shita, we can reinvigorate our kalvachomer about piv to the world of Eden. Amrulo, the chachamim in this Mishnah, said back to Rav Meir, I disagree. Ma'im lomar pater. You can't say, say the chachamim to, the, to Rav Meir, because the person can always claim, I was amazed. And when you're amazed, you don't bring a korban chatas. Chatas is only brought b'shogeg, so therefore yipater. Says the Gemara, very good. That's a machlokas between Rav Meir and the Rabbanon. Again, if our Gemara follows Rav Meir, if Rav Chia follows Rav Meir, then our, our version number two of our Kalva Chomer stands, and therefore there would be a shvua even with Ho'adas, Edim, according to Rav Meir. Says the Gemara, Elamala piv shekin mechaivo asham. Oh, but still there's another problem with our Kalvachomer, which is that with your mouth, with words, you can bring about a Korban Asham. Says the Gemara, that's ridiculous. Asham hainu Korban. That's not even a good argument. An Asham is a Korban. That we were discussing before. Same exact line of reasoning. Rishonim will have to figure out what the Havamina was of this um, odd question in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Ela Malafiv Shekein Mechaivo Chomesh. Oh, this is a good Kasha. We tried to make a kalvachomer from piv to edim, from from modib and miksasa taina to the world of edim, and here the gemara says there is a problem because when it comes to piv, I can verbally bring about a scenario where you're obligated to pay a chomesh, but that's not true by edim. Says the gemara, eight nine lines from the bottom. Hello kasha, this is really not the case. Ravchia kirav meir svirale. Ravchia again in another area of halacha holds like Rav Meir. Says the Gemara, don't worry, just like we, uh, Rav Meir holds that you can be Mechaev a Korban based on a Kalvachomer, he also holds that Edim can be Mechaev a Chomesh from Kalvachomer. So says the Gemara, Elamalafi, we have another uniqueness that might undermine our, our Kalvachomer. That by a verb, a verbal alone, we cannot bring about hakrasha or hazama, contra, um, conf, contradictory edus and edim zomimin. However, with edim, we can bring about a case of hakrasha v'azama. Famously, we know that the classical case of establishing an edim a set of edim as zomimin is imanu ha'yisem. That's an edus, but you can't do that b'fiv. So therefore, perhaps the kalvachomer we said earlier that teaches us that just like by modem b'miksas atayna yishava, there's a shvua. So to edim can be mechayev a shvua. So says the gemara. Maybe that's subject to question. The gemara responds five lines from the bottom on gimel amid beis. Don't worry. Ela asyami edachon. We're going to rewire the kalvachomer. We thought the kalvachomer was about 
aknas and about piv. Says the Gemara, we're really talking about eid echad. What's the kal v'chomer? Uma eid echad she'ein mechaivo mamon mechaivo shvua. An eid echad cannot extract money based on his edus from the plaintiff, from the defendant. All the more so it should be true that uh, that we would have a shvua. So this is the Kal V'chomer. I'm going to say it one more time. We're actually going to pause right here. And then tomorrow we'll ask some kashas on this. There really is no great spot to stop right here. So let's just review the Kal V'chomer as it stands. The Gemara changed its Havamina. The Gemara thought that we were initially talking about um, uh, about piv, and we're actually talking about a din of eid echad. And the kalvachomer is like this: just like an eid echad uh, is not able to bring money out of someone, an eid echad cannot demand from a defendant that he pays. Yet he can be mechayev that person to make a shvua. Then aidim who can bring about money, um, a financial payment from the defendant. That's a good kalvachomer. And that would then teach us that just like by the case of Eid Echad, we would have a case of a shvua, so too by the case of, uh, by full Edim, by Shte Edim, we would definitely have a case of shvua. So we're going to stop right here, two lines before the bottom of the page. We'll pick up Amir Tashem tomorrow night to learn Daf Dalid. Wishing you all a beautiful night.